All right, welcome back. It is day 40, and we're continuing with our conversation about stances or social styles. And today we're going to look directly at the assertive stance, which is made up of numbers 3, 7, and 8. So just a quick reminder, the, the stances are based on our repressed center of intelligence, whereas the triads... Uh, the primary triads were based on our dominant center of intelligence, the way that we were taking in information. And stances are about this habitual patterned way of responding to our experience, responding to that information that we're taking in. And it is connected to or determined by the center of intelligence that is repressed for us. That is what these three numbers have in common. They're each leading with a different center and supporting with a different center, but that repressed intelligence is the same. So all three of these types in the assertive stance are pretty happy and willing to be uh, kind of centered and in charge of others. They are able to put their agendas forward and first and to work toward those. They expand in the face of conflict rather than withdrawing or seeking protection from others. They're moving independently of others quite often. Independently of or against others is their movement in relation to other people. And that that movement is key to each of these three groups. So against or independently of other people. And three sevens and eights are generally confident in and aware of their ability to shape reality. So they have what we call an internal locus of control. They see events as unfolding from their point. There's a a self-referencing and just really what's key here is this confidence and this ability to shape their reality. We don't all share that, but this, this group kind of assumes that as a given. So we, we do call that sometimes an internal locus of control. They see the control as stemming from them and what they do. They understand that what they do will affect the situation in some way. They trust that. They're confident in that. The orientation to time for these types is the future. The present is uh, either boring or less interesting than looking ahead, and the past is either not useful to them or, or too scary to explore or simply inefficient. Why would you look back when you could be looking and moving forward? So there's kind of this default orientation to the future, each in their own way, uh, but that's kind of their, their forward future-facing folks, and it's harder to stay in the present or address or look back to the past. And all three of these types have issues with processing feeling. That is the repressed center. Now, of course, this does not mean that there is a lack of ability to feel or that they don't have feelings or anything like that. That's never what the repressed center means. There, It means there is some limitation um, on the use of that intelligence because that has gotten kind of pushed back or protected somewhere along the way. And so we don't utilize it for its full purposes or potential. And those limitations for three sevens and eights are around feeling. 
Across the board, there's also just a speed and a pace of life that is present and unique to this group of folks, this assertive stance. And it, it's related to the feeling repression because processing feelings does take time and energy. It's not wasted time and energy, as um, some might believe. It, it is worth it, but it does take time and energy. And so when people are not kind of bound by that processing and, and constant attentiveness to that feeling intelligence and spending the, the energy on that, then there is excess energy for other things. And so these are folks that tend to move pretty quickly to stay really active and, and are able to get quite a bit done in less time than some of the rest of us. And um, that speed can be a real asset and it can also be a liability. And so the awareness of that and, and of the dynamics here can be valuable. It's great to be high energy. It's great to be able to be productive and it's important to be able to slow down. So what does that look like? Well, for threes, it's most complex because you may be noting that you know, for threes, the dominant center of intelligence is feeling and the repressed center is feeling. So how can that be? And that's part of what contributes to the disconnect from that intelligence that we have talked about before in our introduction to threes. And what happens is that they take in information through the feeling or heart center of intelligence, but then they don't use that feeling intelligence to process the information. They respond by doing or thinking, often with a, a preference for one of those, but but there's a lot of, of doing and thinking energy, however that shakes out for a particular three. So they have this ability to really not be, uh, or, or, or to avoid for quite a while being bound by or limited by feeling. So they can have a feeling or or pick up on one from someone else and, and set it aside in order to be efficient and effective. And this can be really useful for them, especially in professional or work-related scenarios, but it becomes uh, more difficult or presents some some difficulties, particularly in more personal or intimate relationships, because those really do require an attentiveness to feeling and a willingness to navigate that space in relationship. And there can be a, an unwillingness to attend to or an avoidance of harder emotions, more difficult feelings that might not present well to others. And again, it, it that can be problematic in, in the context of relationships because we have to just go there sometimes and, and that can be difficult for threes. And so as they grow and develop um, honesty with themselves and values of authenticity and, you know, the capacity is all there. That repressed center, when we do bring it up, when we do access it again, can be the purest and best thing we have to offer others. And so that capacity is certainly there. It's just um, a limitation for threes initially. For sevens, this repressed feeling looks like a preference for a half range of feeling or emotion. There's this preference to stay within 
uh, the happy to ecstatic range of feeling uh, as much as they can, you know, dipping a toe on the other side of the spectrum if necessary, but the fear is really being trapped in those more uncomfortable or negative or difficult, dark emotions. And so there is avoidance of of those as much as possible because they are so skilled at that and, and so skilled at reframing everything into kind of the best case scenario. It can be very hard for them to attend to difficult feelings of others. And, and sometimes in relationship, they can dismiss the importance of acknowledging feelings and emotional needs. So they are thinking first, they are leading with that thinking head energy and following that very closely with doing energy. So there's a lot of anticipation and then their, their thinking is highly dependent on their doing. So kind of planning, anticipating, doing and starting the cycle over again. And what gets left out is that feeling energy a good bit of the time. But again, the capacity is certainly there and there can be a depth of wisdom and generosity of sharing that with others uh, when sevens can uh, kind of move down and connect with their hearts and their bodies and and not just live fully in the mind. And finally, eights are doing first and thinking second and then feeling um, certain things when they can get to them. There's so much uh, activity and, and doing energy and an appreciation of, of logic and uh, reasonability quite often. And, you know, so much of the eight personality structure is that self-protection that happens. And so I've had a student in a workshop describe eightness to me like uh, being a marshmallow wrapped in barbed wire. There is an immense amount of tenderness and sensitivity in many, many eights, uh, but there's kind of a hardened, tough front that gets put on over that for protection. And, you know, eights can be very uh, emotive and very expressive with emotion in the realm of, of passion and anger or just any intense form of really any emotion. But it's that softer middle that is, is harder to access and harder to share with others. And that's where that repression or limitation comes into play for eights. But they have an immense amount of tenderness and sensitivity and generosity and an ability to connect with and to protect and to hold others. And so part of the work for eights is to realize that that sort of vulnerability can be a strength as well and to trust others, some others, not all others, but enough to, to share that part of themselves. All right, that'll do it. That is a very brief introduction to the assertive stance. There's so much more we could say, but um, but I hope that that is helpful and we will do the same for the compliance stance coming up next.